This is Talk Medicine with Rob Bennett and Michigan Primary Care Partners of Big Rapids on WBRN. Talk Medicine is a paid medical program which does not reflect the opinions of the management and staff of WBRN and the Big Rapids Radio Network. Welcome back to segment two of Talk Medicine with Dr. Harpreet Singh from Michigan Primary Care Partners in Big Rapids and at michiganprimarycarepartners.com. I'm Rob Bennett, and this is News Radio WBRN, sponsored by Metron of Big Rapids, caring for people one person at a time. We're talking uh, thyroids this morning, the thyroid gland, and we're also talking about hypothyroidism and hyperthyroidism. But, you know, hypothyroidism is still remaining from the last segment. Yeah, because yeah. we were talking hypo, hypo basically yeah, yeah. At, the, at the end towards the last segment. So do you want to pick up on hyper? hyper yeah, yeah. You know, just to uh, mention so that it's a continuity that... Yeah, hypo. So, you know, let's discuss about the symptoms of hyperthyroidism. So, we have discussed about less thyroid, right? Mm -hmm. Now, that is hypothyroidism. More thyroid is hyper. Hyperthyroidism. Yeah, okay. So, what are the spellings of more? M O R E, right? So, Mm -hmm. that's the acronym for more thyroid. Hyperthyroidism. Oh, okay. Okay, so easy to remember, right? Mm -hmm. So, first of all, M menstrual changes, you know, and O. Osteoporosis, as I mentioned, means bone. Then R, restless, E, energy. Then T, tremors, thyroid. T, tremors, mm-hmm. H, heat. Because your heart rate is fast, you are having more metabolism. Mm-hmm. You are liberating more heat, and your heart is working fast, palpitations. Then why over there? You were dull, down, depressed. Here you are. Why are you anxious? Oh, okay. So why are you dull, so you down, depressed? Kind of feel nervous. And yeah, nervous stuff and like that. anxious. Okay. Right. Then uh, digestion issues. You are over there. You were not pooping. Here yeah. you are pooping. <laughs> right. Okay. Over there, you know, insomnia was there also, but insomnia is over over there. The insomnia is because of the fatigue. Here you have sweating. You have a lot of things going on. Insomnia due to this. So almost you can kind of connect those. That is a less thyroid and more thyroid, mm-hmm. menstrual cycle, tremors, osteoporosis, you can, uh, and restless leg, you know, energy loss. And then you, in hyperthyroidism, there are two conditions like Graves' disease, which we'll discuss in detail. Uh, you know, there are a lot of eye signs. Patients will have eyes which are popping out. Oh, yeah. I've so, seen that with some people. Yeah. yeah so eyes They're popping. like bug eyes, you yeah. know, bugging out. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that is called as graves of thalmopathy. You know, the eyes are, and it is basically the, the tissue behind the eye is getting, uh, because the more hormone, what do you call, the tissue is kind of growing and it grows to that point where the eyes kind of looks scary looking wow, you know the bug yeah. eyes that you were saying that like that yeah so very very important to understand the symptoms and in both the uh, cases this it is the symptoms which start the process of testing and in that case fatigue over here patients will come usually the patient will with a hyperthyroidism will come doc i have sweating in my hands hmm. because you sweat a lot yeah and, and doc I'm very restless, anxious. Can you give me some Xanax? 
<laughs> wow. And that's not anything they need, right? I, you know, I don't give benzodiazepines yeah. and I don't give Xanax. You know that. You yeah, know? I know. Uh, you have been asking. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just want, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I need some now. <laughs> um, uh, one of the questions I did want to ask you is uh, when you were describing some of the symptoms and stuff like that, is it, 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 is it pretty even about who gets this women and men? I mean, between men and women, or is it, does it go, does it shift one way or the other uh, more often than not? Or is it just pretty, pretty mixed, a good, even mix? That is a curveball. I'm so, sorry. Uh-huh. I was just wondering, I just thought no, you might again, know. We can, uh, again, we can, uh, we can check into that. You know, I, I don't remember so many details. Medicine is kind of huge. Sure. You know? So sometimes, you know, we can check and I think we should start an RSS feed from iCrush.org, my, yeah. my website. <laughs> that would be good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they can force some questions over there and then, you know, we can ask. Uh, then I would have to treat you for fatigue <laughs> because you would be working all the time then. <laughs> no, I'm not working all the time. I'm just, it's not work. It's passion and ah, that's right. purpose. Yeah, that and is patience. true. <laughs> I, I'm helping patients. All right. Now, um, are we moving on to yeah. the why would you need us neck? Ultrasound of the neck. Oh, okay. It's an acronym. See, now you start putting these letters in there, and I don't know what it is. I thought it was U.S. neck. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was something, you know, for mm-hmm. being patriotic. <laughs> you have a U.S. neck. <laughs> Ultrasound of the neck. Okay. Okay. So, and what, so what, now, with... The thyroid thing before we get into I knew the, that you knew that. Yeah, you're just joking. <laughs> before yeah, you get into the ultrasound of the neck, um, pretty much thyroid, if you have it, I mean, other than the fatigue and stuff, there's no pain involved with it. If it's, it is. Oh, if there is so, pain? Now, there are some types of thyroid problems where you will have pain. And that is a very, very important. Uh, if you have a painless, if you feel over here and it is painless, then it is most probably Hashimoto thyroiditis. But if you have a painful, that is a subacute thyroiditis, and this is a different type of th- inflammation of thyroid. It's called as thyroiditis or inflammation of thyroid. And it is very important to examine the patient. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you should examine the patient, right? right. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Yeah, you don't always just go by what they're saying. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just like uh, I'm just saying that you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, you, you should examine and touch the neck of the patient, making sure that you know not missing any problem. Uh, you know, having a thyroid. Or if there's or any the, lumps or swelling lumps, or yeah, anything swelling like that. Yeah. And sometimes a patient will say, "Doc, I'm feeling something over here." And if sometimes the thyroid is enlarged and patients will start having some feeling that something something is compressing over there and they will come to you and say, hey, help me out with that. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, so physical examination. And then what we do is we, uh, if uh, that is positive, then we do a blood test. Before even the ultrasound, we mm-hmm. do a blood test. You know, the, the blood test we do is TSH, as I mentioned, T4, and T3. So what exactly are these hormones? As I was explaining earlier, thyroid stimulating hormone is the first test. Okay. And then we also order free T4 and T3. The most important thing is insurance companies will not cover T4 and T3 if you don't have the symptoms. Only as a screening test, we sometimes are able to squeeze in the TSH. Now, 
what happens is remember the pathology the problem with the thyroid is hypothyroid is the like you know low thyroid but why exactly it is happening why of the problem mm-hmm. and that can be due to hashimoto thyroiditis okay that can be due to you know the subacute thyroiditis later on in the life and you know you have to get to the nitty gritty why you are having the thyroid issues for that you have to do some antibody testing which is called as thyroid peroxidase antibody now what happens is if you have symptoms of high thyroid mm-hmm. like symptoms of more thyroid hormones then you also throw in graves disease panel like you know we call thyroid stimulating immunoglobulins or thyroglobulins sorry go ahead go i was ahead. just going to say could we get a better name for that i mean that just sounds like an awful name for a disease graves okay, so, disease okay. <laughs> it just sounds no, m- morbid almost i i think it was from a person who named uh, graves again i don't know probably yeah. is a last name of somebody yeah okay so, so and he had so many girlfriends yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> so very easy to remember blood test i'm going to going to repeat this is a very very commonly asked question in the clinics very dark i'm confused stop it tsh thyroid stimulating hormone coming from the pancreas mm-hmm. free t4 t3 coming from the thyroid gland this is we check for whether the patient is hypo or hyper okay, okay. then we have to classify them whether they have a disease which type of disease they have do they have subacute thyroiditis do they have hashimoto thyroiditis do they have graves disease do they have redel's disease do you know do they have lymphocytic thyroiditis do they have cancers wow. of thyroid so we have to classify what kind of disease they have so that's why we need to do an immunoglobulins or antibodies testing mm-hmm. which we go to the next test and sometimes what happens is patients tsh is normal now there is a lot of debate going on whether the normal tsh is between 0.5 to 5 but new literature is coming with the new lab analysis they are cutting down the tsh to 2.5 some doctors some electronic health records still have 5 as a cutoff so 0.5 to 2.5 i and if the tsh is normal and patient has high antibodies hashimoto and they have lot of symptoms then we discuss with the patient what is the next step mm-hmm. you know at that point we start looking for other reasons okay so we start doing an ultrasound if the patient has is hyperthyroid and we do an ultrasound and we find the nodules a lot of nodules in the thyroid we call as multi nodular goiter okay mm-hmm. so i'm trying to make a picture in the mind of listeners that this is how we go step wise so if the ultrasound picks up the nodules then we have to rule out cancers mhm okay c as in cancer c as in cold cold nodules on the radioactive 
uptake cancer heart nodules not cancer only place where cold is cancer and heart is not cancer wow man when well, if if there is now this might be uh like uh you always you know you've already told me i've been asking smart questions this might not be one <laughs> but i i just don't know and there might be people out there that wonder if you do have a problem with your thyroid and they do is it something that they will can you live without a thyroid basically i mean is it something that can be removed if yeah you can so and and you live normal normally yeah you live you know in the back of the thyroid gland there are four other small little patches of tissue we call them parathyroid hormone mm-hmm. the parathyroid gland so we just take that and put it in the arm but the thyroid gland we can replace that with the thyroxin levothyroxin oh, or, yeah. or synthroid medication which is and so you know there we can replace that mm-hmm. so it is not nothing to worry about you know that oh my gosh my thyroid is gone how will i right. only thing okay. is you have to be cautious because there is no thyroid hormone and if you don't take thyroid hormone what's going to happen obesity right yeah yep so you have to be very diligent i get that i understand and now this is this is really fascinating stuff here when you're talking about the thyroid and what is now did we explain what an uptake scan is? Yeah, no, we have not. You okay. know, do we have time? So because I, I well, we've to... got about three and a half minutes. Okay, so perfect. Okay. So you know, this is very very important uh, part right now, which we are going to talk. Uh, so uh, patients always get confused over there. So the most important thing is the radioactive uptake scan. So if the uptake is high, you know, if you pull all the you give a uh, radioactive iodine and that pulls it goes into the thyroid it that uh, that radioactive iodine goes into the thyroid gland and you have high functioning thyroid or more thyroid hormones are released okay mm-hmm. then it's probably graves disease if the thyroid is not active and the radioactive iodine does not go into your thyroid gland what can be the reason it can be due to hypothyroidism you know mm-hmm. it can be because it is not active why it is not active because the brain is not releasing so it can be very very important to understand the concept of it don't our goal over here is for the patients to understand the concept patient education so we might take a little minute over here so radioactive iodine uptake is a thyroid reactive iodine uptake it varies differently with the functional state of the thyroid so after 24 hours normal uptake is 5 to 30% of administered dose radioactive iodine is increased in graves disease or a toxic nodule and decreased in thyroiditis or syrup or some who's taking the thyroid hormone mm-hmm. why because he's shutting down this so if you're taking a thyroid hormone you're shutting down this and you take a radioactive iodine what's going to happen it's going to mix that's why we ask the patients when they do a radioactive uptake scan that they should stop the medication oh okay, okay. easy to remember radioactive uptake we do is either we are looking for cancer or not mm-hmm. or we are looking for whether it is a high functioning or not i hope that was clear Well it's uh it, it like I said it's it's very interesting to find out about this and when you do give medication for 
um, thyroid or, or low thyroid. Yeah, if you have a hyp- hypothyroidism and you're taking medication, there's a certain level that you can go on in that, right? You can only go up so high or can you can go on to infinity? <laughs> no, no, no. It's, uh, you know, TSH 2.5. After the patient is on medication, we focus on TSH. Mm-hmm. We focus but that's on... something that you have to increase slowly. You slowly. Can't, you can't just start it, you know, with a slow, steady, high, do- yeah. high dosage or anything like that. Yes. Because then they'll be nervous and shaky and you got to get to the right level. Perfect. <laughs> wow. Perfect. Well, thank I you have very a, much. I have no, uh, you know, I, I think you're getting it now. <laughs> All right. We'll be back with Dr. Singh for segment three and talk more about thyroids on Talk Medicine with Dr. Harpreet Singh from Michigan Primary Care Partners in Big Rapids and at michiganprimarycarepartners.com. I'm Rob Bennett, and this is News Radio WBRN, sponsored by Metron of Big Rapids, caring for people one person at a time.